Hello, welcome back to Autism with a Voice. Sorry it took so long to come out with this episode. I've been incredibly busy getting stuff done and um yeah. So today's episode's gonna be on vaccinations because sometime soon a COVID nineteen vaccine will be out and a lot of experts do predict by the end of 2020 or early 2021, we should have a vaccine for COVID-19, which is great. Like, that, that's extremely great. In my own opinion, I think we will have one out in a couple months because realistically, there's so many companies working on a vaccine that at any moment, any one of them can be approved. So realistically, we have to be up and ready for the possibilities of a COVID-19 vaccine. Now, as many of you guys know, I am not an anti-vaxxer. I get vaccinated a lot to protect myself against other diseases. Um, And one thing I will tell you is um, a lot of people with autism can be really sensitive towards getting shots or getting vaccinated in general done. And that's understandable because everything to us is double. The feel like the feeling of getting a shot done to you may not feel like anything, but to someone with autism, the feeling can be a lot more painful. It can be a lot more painful. It It's hard to explain to me whenever I get a shot done, it feels like, imagine our bodies amplify, like imagine our bodies as amplifiers, you know how amplifiers um, increases noise density, you know how they increase the noise of something, it's kind of like that except it's pain. So the pain is increased dramatically, like it's to the point where it's incredibly painful to some people with autism. And that's how it is. All of our, like our, we are hypersensitive to getting shots done. And it's really just that. So what I'm going to say is, I have a few ways of overcoming that pain, or at least making having a shot painless. Um, and I'm also getting, I'm working on getting a tattoo done sometime in a couple, in a few weeks. So I also have to really ramp up on how I'm going to make that painless or bearable to the least. Um... So yeah, um, let's start out with um, eat some candy. Um, a lot of doctors say that it's okay to have a little candy or a little sugar in your system because that makes that can sometimes ease the pain of getting a shot done. Um, so yeah. It doesn't hurt, but I recommend talking to the doctor about that first. Um, 
going on to getting some pain or some numbing cream. I've had a lot of success with numbing cream. You put it on before going to the doctor's office, get something with a high percentage of lidocaine, and go in and it doesn't feel like anything. It literally doesn't feel like you're getting a shot done. Um, it, it feels like being scratched, but other than that, it doesn't feel like anything. Like, gets, like ask about using numbing cream. Um, let's see, cough. Get the individual, or if you're the individual, cough. Because coughing, cut on, because apparently coughing prohibits your body from feeling any pain. So if you cough for a brief second, it cuts off all pain receptors in your body. I don't know how true that is. I just read it up. Um, but try doing that um, during the moments that the shot is going in. I would not pro I probably won't recommend doing it unless you want to get a COVID-19 test because I hear that those things are incredibly hard to deal with. Um, and that's, that, that actually is an idea for a episode. Ooh, let me, I, I might do that. But yeah, um, let's see. So far, that's it. Oh, actually, Another thing you could do is if the individual or you yourself have a bunch of surgeries coming up, have the have the shots done during the surgery or right after when you're still out of it, so you don't feel it. That that's what I most commonly do. Um, because I don't feel anything. So yeah. Um, Let's see. And that's it. Now I will say talk to talk to the doctor, talk to the physician about if it's safe to get the vaccine. I'm not I'm not an anti vaxxer. I'm just saying that there are people out there who are allergic to vaccine. So it's best to talk to the doctor and if it's necessary get tested for any allergic reactions that the individual or you might have to the vaccine. Talk about what's in the vaccine, really educate yourself. But one thing I recommend not doing is going to any anti-vaxxer. Don't listen to the anti-vaxxers because their information will pretty much get you killed. And not trying to be mean, but that's a fact. Um, don't listen to anti-vaxxers, just listen to the doctor. Um, no, like, typically the saying is no one knows your body better than you do, and I disagree on, I disagree with that in some way. Um, yes, it is your body, and you should probably know your body well. Sorry for that noise, I was smacking my lips there, but sorry about that. Um, yeah. 
no one knows your body more better than you do, but at the same time, if you have a physician that knows you extremely well, you have doctors that just know you well, then no one knows your body better than they do. Like, if you have a good physician that's been with you for a very long time, and they know your body inside and out, then they know they they know more about your body than you do. So yeah, trust the trust trust your doctor on it. If the doctor doesn't provide you reliable information like if the vaccine is safe, if like if they give you random questions about or if they give you random answers about the vaccine, it might be time to look at a different physician. But honestly, talk to them positively about the vaccine. Um, and another one, this is just going to be quick. A lot of people have asked me, and I don't know why, but I'm not a medical professional. I do read a lot into viruses and diseases, but that doesn't make me a professional. But here it is. A lot of people ask me, should I slow down on getting vaccinated for other diseases and viruses? And the short answer is no. Getting vaccinated for other viruses and diseases will help our healthcare systems in a lot of ways by not having a second or third pandemic on a disease that can be prevented. Um, people think that swine flu and and all these other diseases are preventable and they're not um measles is not like these diseases are not survivable these viruses and diseases are not preventable if you get measles yeah you're pretty much you're pretty much screwed if you get my drift but yeah um, let's see, if you get the swine flu, well, you're going to have similar symptoms to COVID-19, but there's going to be a higher possibility of them treating you a fit, a fit, a, effectively. Like, get the vaccines that are made to prevent, prevent, these viruses and diseases from infecting you. That's all I'm going to say. Just do it. It's better to not overcrowd our healthcare system. Do what do what do do what's best. Now, another thing, if the individual is allergic to the COVID-19 vaccine, which I am guessing will be the case scenario for a lot of people because this is a rapidly deployed vaccine that's coming out. So I'm going to probably say until everyone receives the vaccine or or something or until they come out with a reliable vaccine, you might want to talk to the individual's doctor or you might want to talk to your doctor about doing herd immunity if you don't know what herd immunity is it's 
pretty much basically everyone in the house gets vaccinated except for the individual that is allergic to the vaccine. So you're creating a herd immunity. So if you go out, you don't have to worry about getting vaccinated. And this is for the parents and individual. But yeah, um, I do predict we should have we should have a, quite a few people are allergic to the vaccine. But yeah, thanks for tuning in, and I'll get a episode out on getting tested for COVID-19 sometime soon, but thanks for listening in, and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.